Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris from Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, I would like to talk to you just a little bit from my heart. And you say, well, you want to talk from your heart. I want to talk to you about something that really ate away at me for several years. And it really kept me in bondage. It kept me not being able to be who God had called me to be. And I didn't understand it because it was a continuous struggle in my life of understanding. You know, we put stipulations and conditions on love. And the Bible said that Jesus loved us yet when we were yet sinners. And so for me to be able to grab hold of that, the way that you see your earthly father is the way you're going to see your heavenly father. If your earthly father was hard and cold and, 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 and was real sharp-tongued, then he's going to, you're going to see Jesus like that. And then we got to understand that love it doesn't have any conditions on it. Now, I hear people say, I love you with the love of Christ. I, I don't fully understand that statement because love is unconditional. And love is who God is. For God so loved the world that he gave. And so his only begotten son, that whoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I see that when love is involved, giving is involved. God so loved that he gave. So every time you see love, you see giving as a reflection of that. And so when I begin to think about how God could love me in the middle of all my mess, how God could love me beyond all my mistakes and all my failures, I begin to realize that love is who I've got to become because that's who God is. And love, according to 1 Corinthians 13, doesn't keep a record of the wrong that's been done to it. Love doesn't, is not puffed up. Love doesn't want its own way. Love uh, is willing to give and, and keep on giving and keep on giving and, and keep on giving. And love uh, is an addiction. And so I've realized in my own personal life that in 1 John three twenty three, and this is his command, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. Now, what does that look like? Love is, is not a feeling. Love is a decision. And the Bible tells us in Galatians 5 and 6, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything, but faith only works through love. So love is a, a pretty powerful force. And so how do, I, how do I operate in that love? How do I see people the way Jesus sees them and not see all their mistakes and their failures and shortcomings? Well, I think you've got to ask yourself a question. When you look in the mirror in the morning, what do you see? You're looking for the flaws. You're looking for the imperfections in your face or maybe your hair or maybe your eyebrows or maybe your eyes or, or maybe your complexion. You're looking for the imperfections. And a lot of times we'll spend a lot of time in front of the mirror fixing those imperfections. What if we looked in the mirror and saw Jesus? What if we looked into the mirror and saw really what he looks like and how much he loves us? What if we really got to a point that we didn't read the Bible to see what was wrong with us, but we read the Bible to see who we were? And then we discovered who we were, and then love would generate out of our lives. You know, in John thirteen thirty four, he said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. So we see that God is so much talking about love and letting love penetrate out of our lives on other people. But you know, it's hard to give love 
and receive love if you don't walk in love and know how much He loves you. See, I think something that the church is really... Uh, don't understand is that it's not about you loving God, but it's about receiving God's love in your life that brings healing to those areas of, a, of your life that you hide behind. See, so many people put up guards. They put up defenses. They put up because of their pains. People have hurt them in the past. Men have hurt women and, and women have hurt men. And because of that, we put up we put up walls. We put up offenses. And when people start to get close to us, we move away. We don't want anybody in our territory. We don't want anybody to know too much about us. If, if they get to know too much about us, they may not like us anymore. They may not want to be around us. So we keep our distance because we keep our guards up. I want to tell you today, everybody that's listening to this program, everybody that's living, everybody in the pulpit has some flaws. They have some issues in their life that they're dealing with, trying to bring to perfection through the love and the perfection of the Holy Spirit. But I want you to understand today that if people uh, can see who you really are, uh, they can see what, how they can help. And I don't think a lot of people's there because we look at people today and we judge them based on their performance. We don't judge them based who they are in Christ Jesus. If we saw everybody in Christ, you ever heard this statement from the church? Here's what you hear. You know, I'm not going to church with a bunch of hypocrites. And so we, we take that statement and we run with it because we're so quick to look at what people do and how people act. We don't, we don't understand the relationship of righteousness and grace that's been imparted in our life. And then, you know, church people and, and believers do the same thing. They look at each other and they judge each other. When somebody misses it, the first thing they do is say, well, yeah, I knew they weren't going to make it. See, we've got to understand that, that it's a fixed position. It's, just, it's not based on our performance. It's based on His finished work. And see, that's how He can love you. He sees you not based on what you do wrong. He sees you based on what He did right. And see, that's the great thing about this relationship. See, you know, you got to understand something. God don't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And that's the great thing about it. If He was calling just the qualified, He wouldn't pick me. He wouldn't pick you. But as we allow our, our, our hearts to just be mended and be repaired and open our hearts up and say, you know what, I'm going to let love in again. I'm going to trust again. I'm going to believe again. We can walk into some areas and we can have some freedom. People that's got walls up and shields up, they're not, they don't have freedom. But Jesus come that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly. So as you, take, as you walk through life today, I want you to ask yourself, am I, am I exposing myself? Am I walking out in this love test? Am I loving? Or do I see people in situations immediately I get angry? Do I have people in my life I get angry with, I get mad with, I can't hardly be around, I can't bear to, to be around them? Allow that stuff to go away. Allow that stuff, just let that stuff go and let Jesus be the center of everything in your life. And remember, as you, as you let things go, the beauty of grace will bring freedom and peace and overwhelming rest and joy and serenity and love into your life like nothing you've ever known. And remember, this is the beauty of grace.